Section twenty five of the Algonquin Legends of New England. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Amy Graymore. The Algonquin Legends of New England, or Myths and Folklore of the Micmac, Passamaquoddy, and Penobscot Tribes, by Charles Godfrey Leland. The Amazing Adventures of Master Rabbit with the otter the woodpecker girls and Moon the bear also a full account of the famous chase in which he fooled lucifi the wild cat how master rabbit sought to rival kiuni the otter of old times matigwes the rabbit who was called in the micmac tongue abligumuch lived with his grandmother waiting for better times and truly he found it a hard matter in midwinter when ice was on the river and snow was on the plain, to provide even for his small household. And running through the forest one day he found a lonely wigwam, and he that dwelt therein was Kiuni, the otter. The lodge was on the bank of a river, and a smooth road of ice slanted from the door down to the water. And the otter made him welcome, and directed his housekeeper to get ready to cook, saying which, he took the hooks on which he was wont to string the fish when he had them, and went to fetch a mess for dinner. Placing himself on the top of the slide, he coasted in and under the water, and then came out with a great bunch of eels, which were soon cooked and on which they dined. "'By my life,' thought Master Rabbit, "'but that is an easy way of getting a living. Truly these fishing folk have fine, fair, and cheap. Cannot I—' who am so clever, do as well as this mere otter? Of course I can. Why not? Thereupon he grew so confident of himself as to invite the otter to dine with him. Adamadusk Ketkiwop, on the third day after that, and so went home. Come on, he said to his grandmother the next morning. Let us remove our wigwam down to the lake. So they removed and he selected a site such as the otter had chosen for his home, and the weather being cold, he made a road of ice, or a coast, down from his door to the water, and all was well. Then the guest came at the time set, and Rabbit, calling his grandmother, bade her get ready to cook a dinner. "'But what am I to cook, grandson?' inquired the old dame. "'Truly I will see to that,' said he, and made him a nabogun or stick to string eels. Then going to the ice-path, he tried to slide like one skilled in the art. But indeed with little luck, for he went first to the right side, then to the left, and so hitched and jumped till he came to the water, where he went in with a bob backwards. And this bad beginning had no better ending, since of all swimmers and divers the rabbit is the very worst, and this one was no better than his brother's. The water was cold, he lost his breath, he struggled, and was well-nigh drowned. "'But what on earth ails the fellow?' said the otter to the grandmother, who was looking on in amazement. "'Well, he has seen somebody do something, and is trying to do likewise,' replied the old lady. "'Ho! Oh, come out of that now,' cried the otter, "'and hand me your nabogun.' And the poor rabbit, shivering with cold, and almost frozen, came from the water and limped into the lodge, and there he required much nursing from his grandmother, while the otter, plunging into the stream, soon returned with a load of fish. 
but disgusted at the rabbit for attempting what he could not perform he threw them down as a gift and went home without tasting the meal how mataguess the rabbit dined with the woodpecker girls and was again humbled by trying to rival them now master rabbit though disappointed was not discouraged for this one virtue he had that he never gave up footnote it will be seen in the end that this great indian virtue of never giving in eventually raised rabbit to power and prosperity il y a de morale ici end of footnote and wandering one day in the wilderness he found a wigwam well filled with young women all wearing red head-dresses and no wonder for they were woodpeckers now master rabbit was a well-bred indian who made himself as a melody to all voices and so he was cheerfully bidden to bide to dinner which he did then one of the red-palled pretty girls taking a woltes or wooden dish lightly climbed a tree so that she seemed to run and while ascending stopping here and there and tapping now and then took from this place and that many of those insects called by the indians apchel mole timkawal or rice because they so much resemble it and note that this rice is a dainty dish for those who like it and when it was boiled and they had dined master rabbit again reflected la how easily some folks live what is to hinder me from doing the same ho oh, you girls come over and dine with me the day after to-morrow and having accepted this invitation all the guests came on the day set when master rabbit undertook to play woodpecker so having taken the head of an eel-spear and fastened it to his nose to make a bill he climbed as well as he could and bad was the best up a tree and tried to get his harvest of rice truly he got none only in this did he succeed in resembling a woodpecker that he had a red pole for his pate was all torn and bleeding bruised by the fishing point and the pretty birds all looked and laughed and wondered what the rabbit was about ah said his grandmother i suppose he is trying again to do something which he has seen some one do tis just like him oh come down there cried miss woodpecker as well as she could for laughing give me your dish and having got it she scampered up the trunk and soon brought down a dinner but it was long ere master rabbit heard the last of it from these gay tree-tappers of the adventure with Mooin the bear it being the third and last time that master rabbit made a fool of himself now truly one would think that after all that had befallen master mataguess the rabbit that he would have had enough of trying other people's trades but his nature was such that having once set his mighty mind to a thing little short of sudden death would cure him and being one day with the bear in his cave he beheld with great wonder how Mooin fed his folk for having put a great pot on the fire he did but cut a little slice from his own foot and drop it into the boiling water when it spread and grew into a mess of meat which served for all footnote mr rand observed that this is evidently an allusion to the bear's being supposed to live during the winter by sucking his own paws End of footnote. nay there was a great piece given to rabbit to take home to feed his family now truly he said this is a thing which i can indeed do 
is it not recorded in the family wampum that whatever a bear can do well a rabbit can do better so in fine he invited his friend to come and dine with him ketkiwapka the day after to-morrow and the bear being there rabbit did but say nugumi kuaskawal wohu grandmother set your pot to boiling and wetting his knife on a stone he tried to do as the bear had done but little did he get from his small thin soles though he cut himself madly and sadly what can he be trying to do growled the guest ah sighed the grandmother something which he has seen someone else do ho oh, i say there give me the knife quoth bruin and getting it he took a slice from his soul which did him no harm and then what with magic and fire gave them a good dinner but master rabbit was in sad case and it was many a day ere he got well end of section twenty five